Hey guys, welcome back to the Tunes Tunes Podcast. I'm Harold. Uh, as always, you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. Uh, and then you can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, yeah, really excited about this episode. Uh, having some uh, some buds in to talk about one of the more passion point, I guess. One of the more uh, the uh, big fandoms. Uh, so we're doing like a Pokemon versus Digimon episode today. I'm really excited about to see hear what these guys have to say about getting into the actual like uh, in the actual weeds about like the storylines and some of the deeper themes in the show. So this is really cool. Uh, real quick, we'll just have uh, everybody go around the around the horn here, introduce yourself, and just kind of talk about uh, uh, like what like you're representing or whatever. Like if you just represent yourself, that's cool. But we'll start with Casey. Uh, hey, y'all. I'm uh, Casey McElroy, and uh, I am representing the uh, Pokemon side, uh, much more specifically the lapsed Gen 1ers of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for you. The staunch Gen 1ers? Yes. Uh, I'm Tim Wynn. Uh, I will also be representing Pokemon with Casey, and yeah. Laughs Gen 1s, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so you get into the later gens a little bit, but specifically for yeah. the uh, for the details of the this episode, we're just doing a Gen 1 versus Gen 1 of the show, and then also the first movie versus the first movie of each. So yeah. Caleb's in the house. Yeah, uh, Caleb Masters here from the Cinematropolis.com, and I am representing uh, the Superior uh, Series here, uh, Digimon, <laughs> Digimon fired, Monsters. Uh, I'm really excited to talk with you guys. I mean, I'm trying to understand like where you guys are. I'm, I'm ready to hear where you're coming from. <laughs> Because I've been wondering for like twenty years now, like how do these people stick up for this stuff, and and vice versa? We want to know. Oh! We want to know who hurt you. Hey, y'all played this. <laughs> yeah. Who hurt you, bro? Yeah. My name is Mike Anderson. Uh, I'm known as Michael Octopus online, uh, and I am also representing Digimon. Man, this is an exciting one. I've been. It's it's like one of those ones that you really talk about like growing up because. Honestly, like when you think about it, like as a kid or whatever, you don't think one's better than the other. Uh, just me personally, I like watched both growing up, and I was just like, "This is awesome!" Like, I honestly didn't make any parallels or anything. I just thought there were two separate things, and I really like both of them. Uh, but yeah, real quick, uh, why don't you talk about Casey? We'll start with you. Uh, like, kind of like your first intro into the show, and kind of what drew you into the show initially, as far as like uh, Pokemon. Um, I think my sort of. Uh, exposure to the show was through the through the games and through the um through the cards um i was not a big um pokemon card person but in i guess this would have been like the late late 90s when i was in middle school that was the thing um and we could probably do a whole episode on the um crime syndicate of pokemon cards but uh, I would say, yeah, it was the video games that I blew and read that I played on my Game Boy. And then I just I found the show watching uh, WB kids after school. You know, it was on. So I watched it. There you go. Was that the same for you, Tim? Uh, well, I started off watching the shows, actually. Ash Ketchum, just getting Pikachu and then, <laughs> you know, Thunderbolt Lightning on Pidgeys and stuff like that. That's what hooks me. Episode like one and two, and then um, I started playing the games. Red, red version, I think, was the one I had, and then um, 
I got really jealous. I didn't have the yellow version with the Pikachu following me. Yeah. Man, you didn't, want the, nice. you didn't. You did not want the yellow version. You did not want to fight Brock with that Pikachu. <laughs> I know that was a tough grind for yeah, sure. You, you need the Bulbasaur definitely. But <laughs> I was always a Charmander guy, so that's what hooked me initially. Nice, uh, Caleb. What about you? Same question for like Digimon. Uh, so it's funny because I actually came to Pokemon first through the games, uh, and uh, we're not here to talk about the Pokemon games per se. The games are excellent, and that was kind of the thing. So I didn't have WB on uh, my in my cable package growing up. We had very basic cable i think i was in illinois at the time so didn't have that option so i was like oh man well this digimon thing's coming on i mean i'm sure it's gonna be pretty cool too and uh so i watched it saturday i think it's premiered on saturday mornings and eventually they did the re-syndicated you know monday through friday afternoons as well so uh and i got really into it i clicked with the characters and i didn't like at a certain point i just stopped caring that it wasn't pokemon um still i had the opportunity to see the pokemon movies in theaters because didn't rely on cable packages for that so that was nice but uh yeah uh but but the more important encounter with digimon was when (laughs) was not my first encounter was when i revisited it in college and i was like whoa this is actually really good and holds up <laughs> way better than I could have possibly For imagined. For a kids show or just in general? Well, just in general. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's 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 more of like a, a young adult novel. I, I mean, it's definitely like like in the same realm as a lot of superhero stuff where it's it, it it's targeted towards young adults and children. But I think because it's still in that that middle territory, adults can find a lot to love about yeah, it. Kind of like a universal appeal. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, man. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people probably got into it that way too. Uh, what do you say, Mike? Yeah, so I think Digimon started airing over here in 1999. Um, I just tried to do a quick Google sh- oh, search sh- on my phone. <laughs> I thought you knew that like off top. I was like, God damn. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so I was like 14 or 15 when it first came on. And uh, I just remember um, I, I really didn't follow Pokemon very closely, so I didn't have that kind of relationship to it. But um, I was flipping through the channels and – uh, just I, I kind of just caught it during the intro animation, and the I'm like a huge animation person and illustration guy, and I loved the character designs, and they just instantly, I just clicked with it, and um, I'll I'll expand on it more, but one of the characters was like really intriguing to me. And so I would watch the show just to see that character. I mean, he never showed up and like, he was in like three episodes. I know what you're saying. Yeah. But but I'll I'll talk more about that later. Yeah. And it's funny for Mike cause he's a, he's in a home divided. Uh, his wife's a fan of Pokemon. Yeah. We have had many, many heated discussions about they which can't, is better. Yeah, they can't even bring it up she at Thanksgiving anymore. She definitely prepped me for this, for this Yeah, battle. she like bulletproofed his arguments. I was like, <laughs> that's a great Fucking prep. collusion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you prepping? What the fuck? Is that a test? Uh, no, but yeah, so it's, it, it's funny. It's one of those things that, you know, you watched it as a kid or whatever and grew up watching it. Uh, you keep playing the games uh, coming up, whether it's Digimon or Pokemon. Um, and it's one of those things that sticks out to you and you, you're still even a fan of it like as an adult. And so that's why I think these are these are ones that are important because for whatever reason, I don't know if it's intangible or if you can name the exact reason, but it has that appeal that you bring it into childhood that, you know, I still I, I have an entire like Pokemon memorabilia mm-hmm. like section of my house, like some freaking weirdo. But mm-hmm. it's just one of those things that's like important to me growing up because it was like such a big part of my childhood. Yeah. And so uh, like I was saying earlier, we're going to kind of get into like the weeds about uh, different themes, uh, different parts of the show. Uh, so, of course, from the beginning, I think it's important to start out with the theme song and the theme animation, the intro. Um, I think it's really, I think both in their own respects are iconic. Um, but, yeah, I'm interested to see if you guys think that one holds up better than the other or one is better than the other. Uh, we'll start with the Digimon guys on this one. Oh, yeah. Um 
if I take this one? Yeah, go for it. So a couple things. Uh, one, I think it's, <laughs> I'm glad that you start off saying, Hey, we've got to talk about the theme song because as with all, nineties uh, children's programming and anime, you have to have a great intro. You got to get us hooked, man, before oh, our attention spans disappear. Yeah. Uh, so while I'll concede that Pokemon has stayed kind of in the pop culture zeitgeist longer just because the popularity of the games. I mean, obviously everyone knows got to catch them all Pokemon, you know, like everyone knows that. Right. And it, it stuck around probably in a, in a more, uh, popular way than Digimon. But here's the thing I noticed about Digimon is I actually have to think about the lyrics to the Pokemon theme song. <laughs> Digimon is it, it, they, they, they got it down, man. Cause you might not think about it as often, but when you do, you're caught. It's got the, it's got a hook that wasn't, that doesn't like go. You'll be uh, humming it every like for, for days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. that, that melody though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it, and it's a, uh, it, it's super catchy. It brings you in. I think it kind of was, at the time trying to be a little cutting edge kind of mixing like some electronic sounds with rap a little bit especially mm-hmm. uh, in the Digimon movie the which movie, we'll get to yeah. later they definitely bring the more rap elements in so um, I just think it's really catchy and I love I love that it was a good teaser for things to come mm-hmm. uh, as well because they showed you all these I think in the season one all the Digivolutions up until their ultimate form mm-hmm. which yeah, we didn't like, see for like 30 episodes or exactly like, yeah. at first you're like what is that yeah like what's Metal Greymon? What yeah, the heck, like, what man? The heck? Wait, 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 ten episodes to get Greymon. What's this? <laughs> so I mean, I just gotta, I just gotta keep tuning in every week, and eventually I get to see that thing kill some stuff. Yeah. No, I, definitely, I think it is. Uh, what do you think, Mike? I, well, I was, I was talking to you earlier. I was having to concede that Pokemon is like the more iconic theme song because even today you know, you'll have people that will sing it and know it. And I don't feel like as many people know the Digimon theme song, but I think the Digimon theme song is more like a, it's like a hype song almost. It's, it's whereas like, like Pokemon is kind of almost like a ballad, like a power ballad in a that's, way. Like, I, yeah, there's <laughs> like there's, a, there's melodies and like and yeah. lyrics to it. Whereas like Digimon, it just gets you like, I, I listened to it the other day and I was like, the hair still stands up on my, <laughs> yeah. on my neck. It's like, it just gets me tingly. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's cool. Like this kind of has like that. Uh, it's almost like you're saying it fuses like a, a couple different styles and like come on. It almost has like that that uh, rap feel because it's like Digimon. Like it's almost like it's scratching on a record. Right. But it, it's definitely. I mean, I could see like how you're saying it's like trying to be cutting edge or whatever because it is. It's different than what you heard like back in the day. Right. Yeah. So Digimon's like the I, I'm going to the gym to work out song and, and exactly. the, the Pokemon theme songs like the I'm just gonna lay here and chill and listen to this catchy song. Maybe watch a maybe watch a. a, a stage play or something yeah it's more it's more like inspirational like i don't know i I could see that yeah is that kind of how you guys like is that your perception of the like the intro (laughs) if it's whether it's head to head or just in general um you want to i'll i'll let you go first tim because i might shut down the whole podcast (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'll just be the light version for his hardcore (laughs) review going in um so i agree with you guys how like you know like uh, the Pokemon theme sounds very like much more ballad lyricy kind of style, and then yours is like a rap. As a, I like, I personally like both. Um, I like Pokemon's better because it is more catchy to listen to. I heard it the other day when the original artist um, put on video on YouTube, and he was just singing the song again, and he sounds great. He still sounds great. Um, I don't know. I just feel like the Pokemon theme song is more. Um, for everyone, for every age. And then the Digimon was super edgy because of the style of the show. Um, you said it was more geared towards young adults, stuff like that. But I feel the Pokemon song was just anyone could listen to it regardless. It's like universal. Universal, yeah, pretty much. K, 
Casey. Let's uh, let's tread lightly here, Casey. It's just the first question, okay? I hate the Digimon theme song. Man, I hate it. That's strong. That's strong. Uh, I think I found a pressure or... point. I'm just gonna start singing it to him randomly. I I listened to it today at work just just for preparation. I watched the first episode of. Uh, Pokemon, and I watched the first episode of Digimon. This is some unparalleled prep work. He prepped more than I did. And that <laughs> song, oh my god. <laughs> Digimon, Digimon Monster, Digimon are the champions. Now repeat that eight times. That's the theme song. Hey, wait, wait, you gotta bring in the chorus. <laughs> change. change into digital monsters. That is iconic. That's, that's about it. That's all okay. I got. <laughs> See, by that, by that point, I had tuned it out. <laughs> that's news to me that that part is even in there no it just it imagine a greatly orchestrated uh musical song you know <laughs> i want to be the very best you know all just emotion and then and i i understand about you want to bring in like the hip-hop kids Pokey rap. Oh, it's, that is true. It's there. You have both that sides. That is one of the themes. Was there a different ending theme for Digimon? I can't even think. Was it just the same? It was more. It was like an instrumental version. Yeah, just the same thing. Yeah. Right. Now, now I, I mean, yeah, I didn't even think about song like throwing Digimon. that in, but there was the the Poke rap. But Digimon in the first movie, they had the. They did a remix of the oh, okay. Yeah, if we're, I'm saving this for the movie, but when yeah. you get to the film soundtracks, <laughs> there's no contest. Okay. So. Now, now I'm I'm no anime police like. Uh, I'm saying I, me personally, I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan, but, um, just obviously from what I've just, God damn. I do think it's, uh, I, I, I do like it cause I, I think both of them are really great. I, I just think they're two totally different things. I think Digimon's there to hook you and, and Pokemon does in a lot of ways have a lot more deep ideas and thematics. So that's what I'm saying. I'll concede that they're, that Pokemon's got a great theme song, but I also think Digimon for entirely different reasons is, is pretty comparable, especially for people who, who did tune in every week. It's like the second you hear it, it's like you just get fired yeah. up and get the chills, you know? Yeah. 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 That first little I, hook, that it's like, man, <laughs> And, like, then start, and then I start thinking of like all the, the, the scenes where the Digimon air quotes die uh, in the series and they play like slowed down versions of it or, or yeah. when I get, and I get tears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I understand they're going for two completely different things. Obviously, you want to and you want to set a completely separate uh, tone. You don't want to be the show that apes the other show. So you j- they go in the complete opposite direction, especially mm-hmm. since they both came out roughly like. Around the same, the same time, time. yeah, no? sameish yeah. time. If yeah. they have yeah. the same show, then the superior one's obviously going to be the only one people watch. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I think that's it's great too because I think that really highlights what's great about this argument is I think there these shows that have two completely different goals. The formats yes. are, are completely different. So while they have the mon sharing thing, they really are going for two totally different things. I, I, so I think a lot of it's going to depend on which one do you like is going to depend on the type of. You know, anime you like to consume at that yeah. age or as adults even. It's <laughs> apples and oranges, definitely. I, I mean, mean it's yeah. apples and broccoli. It's yeah. it's compl- <laughs> we're not even in the same food group. It's yeah, they're I, I should I should say though, in full disclosure, okay. my first experience with either of these franchises was actually Digimon first. I don't know if you guys had as a kid, they actually had Digimon toys oh, yeah. that were yeah. basically like 
it was basically a version of a Tamagotchi or a Nano Baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so, what? Yeah. You could actually get the Digivices. You that's could buy them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's what that's, that's what the Digivice us is. Poor kids it's basically kind of incorporating toy stuff. That's pimp. So, um, like yeah. built-in merch. Oh, no. Oh, oh, yeah. Same oh, for Pokeball. Let's not shy away from the whole Same point for- of these entire series is to sell cards and toys. I love Transformers as a kid, but that whole thing is just designed to sell toys. Just a commercial. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. Shit. Um, so yeah, kind of, you guys are kind of dancing all around like the next kind of theme that we're getting into, um, is I think it's just, it also parallels like with the cast of each show. We're talking season one. Um, so for Digimon, you know, that's Ty, Matt, Sora, Izzy, maybe Joe, TK, and then later Carrie, Carrie, Kari, Kari. Kari. And then Pokemon season one is just <laughs> Ash, Misty, and Brock. And so it's kind of like a parallel, but it's almost like, um, you know, it's with Pokemon. It feels like you have a little bit more time to de- actually develop. With uh, I don't know. In a way, it's a bit of a reach. I see Caleb's face, but I, I have things. There's, to say. So, there's such few <laughs> characters that you're able to develop on each of them. Pretty go on, extensively. Go on, Harold, here. Uh, but on the other side, with the, with Digimon, I mean, the story is a lot more robust because there's a huge cast of characters. So it's it's one of those things you could take it either way. But uh, why don't we start with the Digimon guys on uh, who had the stronger cast and why? Um, Digimon have the stronger cast and why is because uh, they I mean it, it was basically like an 80s movie of all your stereotypes of every different type of person whereas um, Pokemon you've only got the, the three people to relate to and whereas Digimon you you had like a whole like there was eight Digidestined, I think, um, nine at the end. Uh, no, seven, and they added eight. Seven, okay, then it was eight. Uh, mm-hmm. and so it's like there was somebody there that you could relate to. And um, it, for Pokemon, it was either Ash, Misty, or a pervert. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> The Harvey Weinstein other show. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wow. Take that back, That was a little sir. aggressive. Sorry, guys. Brock never had a robe. <laughs> First of all. I can see him sitting in his poke gym. He's like, you want this badge? I I mean, it's yeah. cool. I've you got better it. come play my reindeer games. <laughs> but there was I such would a... like to show you my onyx. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's oh graphic. My. There was so much more room for like uh, team, uh, like dissension and uh, conflict that's between true. the eight Digidestined. Because I mean, especially with the two head characters, Matt and Ty, they definitely butted yeah. head. Ty was, was kind of like the the leader. Um, I don't know how he became the leader. I mean, the, he's the de facto leader. Yeah. yeah. That one, that's part of it's actually interesting. Cause I think that's really a key part of his entire arc is like, he really wants to be this leader yeah. and he does take ownership of it. But like that's his whole arc is like him working his, up to that, working up to actually earning it, keeping his ego in check, not, not putting his own goals in, 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 in terms right. of others. Like he actually has um, a really great arc about, like, hey, what does the role of leadership even entail? Yeah, you don't just get the, you don't just get it. I mean, if you do, well, guess what? You're, you're gonna have to earn it. Yeah, and I think that's why Matt was there to kind of keep him in check with yeah. that because Matt, you know, he uh, Ty was very brazen and was like, just jump before like you look, strong. and and Matt was I'll very much on. more reserved and like, let's strategize and figure this out. And uh, so I think that was a really interesting dynamic between all the characters. Yeah, and it's like you said before with. I don't know. It, it's like the both ways, either way you go. But with Digimon, like you said, there's like so much, there's so many more opportunities for you to latch on to someone because, you know, between like the eight people, they have, it's like <laughs> you're bound to be, you know, see see yourself in one of those characters. Whereas right. there's 
less opportunity for that in Pokemon. So, I, yeah. I, I mean, I could see that. Uh, well, I mean, so here's my beef, because this is Uh-oh. one of the reasons <laughs> I think fundamentally Digimon is just better, mm-hmm. hands down, uh, <laughs> is because despite the fact that there are only three characters on Pokemon, which means theoretically they all have more time to breathe, more to learn, like you get to spend more time with them. So theoretically, they should be infinitely more developed than your Digimon characters. But guys, it's 20... 17 and and Ash Ketchum hasn't really changed much. He still hasn't become the Pokemon champion. The nice thing about Digimon is that I think it's uh, each season, uh, the first season I think was around 52 or 53 episodes. Mm -hmm. Those characters, all of them, no matter, and all the Digidestins in some form or fashion had an arc, beginning, a middle, and an end. They all grew. They all were on journeys of their own. And like they only were able to accomplish and become the the people they were at the end because of their interactions together. So not only uh, as an audience member, not only could I connect with them and each one of them too, were, were dealing with really human things. I mean, you've got, you've got Ty with his leadership, like we talked about. Well, well Matt and TK, they, their, their parents are going through a divorce and they were trying to figure out, Oh, well, I'm with dad. Matt's I'm with dad. TK's I'm with mom. And they got, because they got separated in the divorce and they were trying to work, work things like that. Izzy's a guy who is uh, highly intelligent and his, he found out that his uh, parents had lied to him about being adopted. And like that scarred him on a fundamental level to where he ostracized himself from other people and was unable to connect with people. Um, you have Sora who had a lot of issues trying to figure out her own relationship with her mother, who she felt was very controlling and trying to set her on a certain path. Like all of these characters, characters have very human struggles that I think kids and teenagers dealt really dealt with, mm-hmm. especially at that, that, that period of time. So that they're on a journey together and they all grow and they learn and we all learn more about them. And, and, and just within the context of series one, it's a complete arc. Now you can of course go on to the, the future series to see what they do, you know, in C- series two. And even with the try that came out recently, they're still growing and developing at different periods in life. But that's the nice thing. It's a self-contained story. And because there is a self-contained 52 episodes, we get the whole package. We don't get a, a series that goes on forever and ever and ever. And our characters have, because those series are so long and because that's kind of the nature of the beast, they don't, they have to kind of maintain a certain status quo. Otherwise the show has to end at some point. Mm-hmm. Just to make sense. quickly add to that also, and this may be jumping ahead a little bit, but their development throughout the series was also sort of the catalyst for what propelled their Digimon to evolve yes. a lot of the times. Like yeah. once Ty overcame like some aspect of himself that unlocked the potential within him that fed the energy to the Digimon yeah. that allowed them to evolve to the next form. Yeah, and see, I like I definitely didn't think about. I guess like you'd have to revisit it to really catch on to those themes, like those deeper themes that are there, like throughout the show. But I didn't realize that there was such adult, like a uh, such like a, uh, you know, those deep themes that they were dealing with at that level. Because like when you watch it as a kid, you're just like, oh, these um, these yeah, animals I mean, are awesome. Cool. <laughs> like, you watch whatever's in front of you, like, oh, it's great. And yeah. then that's why I think it, you know, for me, I, yes, I loved it as a kid. I really did, but. When I saw it, I took a break for a while and came back in college and got a literature degree and I'm starting to write film analysis stuff. And I'm like, whoa, this should not be this good upon revisiting. It <laughs> yeah. really shouldn't. It yeah. should be dumb. And then I watched Pokemon. I mean, I didn't have the nostalgia of Pokemon when I also watched a lot of the earlier stuff there. But I watched it. I was like, whoa, whoa, these are not the same thing. They're not the same thing. And I personally felt that Digimon was, a, was much stronger. Yeah. And you have to take out the consideration of like the rewriting and the, of the redubbing. Cause there's a lot of ridiculous. I actually kind of find it acting. really, ch- I actually find it kind of charming that like, there's a lot of, <laughs> okay. So this is like, this is where you get into me, like just crushing because you're right. The dubbing is, is very flawed, but yeah. also there was a lot of things because it was geared towards children Saturday morning. They had to like, 
they handled a lot of the adult themes pretty well, but they there were certain like words and phrases they couldn't say, so they like wrote right. in these. I can't remember what the there was a the guy yeah. who wrote, wrote it's the real show. campy stuff. Yeah, it's super campy cheeseball like bad one liners, yeah. but they're kind of like endearing, and that's yeah. where, that's where like my 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 nostalgia goggles come on really tight. I'm like, but I love that dumb stuff. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, I mean, that's definitely, I could definitely see that, that side of it. God damn, Caleb. Oh, busted ass. I think the Pokemon guy has uh, rigged your uh, seat there. There we go. I, ha- I have no comment. <laughs> Caleb, Let I busted ass saw off the stage away. here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, obviously, you kind of err on the side of Pokemon, but what kind of like uh, the deeper theme of like the characters and like the development kind of drew you to that one? Um, for me personally, I think, for my preference, I think there's too many characters in um, Digimon. In Digimon, uh, I think no, I think there's too many characters in Pokemon. Yeah, um, like the three characters. No, no, no. I, I just I think there's all these Nurse Joys. Goddamn, <laughs> we only need Ash. Yeah, or well. Nurse Joy would be fine. I'd, I'd watch that. Damn. I, actually, I'm pretty sure there's. Series. Damn. I'm pretty sure there's some. Oh yeah, there's probably a pair. There's probably there. something on somebody's hard drive. <laughs> um, Was it Rule Thirty Four? Uh, fuck. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I just, me personally, I think that you guys are absolutely right. Though you can latch onto a character if that's what you want. Of this, this archetype resonates with me. Personally, and and you're right. They they are completely two different things, and I think that's what they're. That's the mm-hmm. big difference is they're going for two different things. Uh, Digimon, like you said, there's arcs, and there's a lot more. It's a lot more of a melodrama than Pokemon, which is more. It's it's more of a on it's more of a kids show um, than um, than Digimon is. But I just I prefer three characters as opposed to seven and eight just because i think it you can i feel that they're more not complex because there's nothing there's not really anything complex about ash misty or brock but i feel like you can give them certain elements of certain sides of their personality that you would have to divvy up between if you're doing more more characters characters. gotcha Um, and it's just also as far as characters, um, I don't know if this is the right spot in the show to bring it up, but just character design, I so much more prefer the character design in Pokemon, just me aesthetically, uh, my preference, I, it kind of ticks all the Digimon kind of ticks all the boxes of things I don't like (laughs) anime (laughs) as far as character design. Um, I I do not like it when a character just arbitrarily wears goggles. <laughs> That's classic. For no man. Reason. That's classic. Everybody's got gloves on. Their proportions. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a really weeby uh, Sonic the Hedgehog stuff that you've been seeing recently. You, you say that, but Ash Ketchum also wears Ash, gloves. Well, he's the only one that wears gloves, though. That's yeah, but he's got he's cool not, gloves. He's got. Oh, he's got. <laughs> yeah, but they're cool they're gloves. Finger, they're fingerless. Finger okay? okay, he lifts. Okay, it's, this is the nineties. Finger gloves are in. But he's, yeah, he, they're on Digimon. They're wearing like the gloves with the cuffs. Yeah, on them. You know what I mean? The the Mickey Mouse gloves almost. <laughs> no, no, no. Those are motorcycler gloves. Oh, come on. There you go. Oh, yeah. You gotta hold that digivice though. I, I didn't see any motorcycles <laughs> in the in the first episode that I watched. Unfortunately, <laughs> motorcycles don't show up until series three. Digimon Tamers uh, when Bealsmon rides one, but you know, <laughs> too bad that too bad that's wow. out of the statute. Yeah, it's not it's not within the context of this debate. Damn, <laughs> that sounds just. I can just How see a toy 
uh, creative guy. Just that. All right, we've got the we got our motorcycle toy that we're going to bring out for series three. <laughs> our the the digi trainer, the digi catcher. We're going to make so much money on this. <laughs> oh, don't it? even get me started on the toys. Oh, oh, no, oh and, yeah. and it's, and it's just as bad on, on the, on the opposite side. That's why we have four different pokeballs. I know. I mean, God. different pokeballs. And then you have to buy two versions of the same video game. Every yes. single time. Still. And badges. And yeah, yeah. That's uh, just bo- good marketing. Both are guilty of blatant, greedy, predatory merchandising. <laughs> predatory. predatory is the right word. You're, just, you're, you're sold. You get, you got to catch them all. You got to spend more money to catch yeah. them, man. But I, but me personally, I just I feel like three three works better for me. Yeah. What do you think, Tim? Um, I agree in a sense. I do like the fact the dynamics of like what you were saying with Digimon's characters, how they all have a story arc and all that. But I don't think Pokemon doesn't have a story arc either. In season one, uh, we only you're only talking about Ash, Misty, and Brock, but there's also Pikachu. Um, he is kind of a character. Pikachu of his own, is its own character. Yeah. It's an unspoken character that has a huge connection with Ash or Team Rocket too. Yeah, and Team Rocket. Uh, yeah, they're almost in every episode. I totally forgot about them. Uh, <laughs> Meowth, Meowth mm-hmm. can talk, and then they all have like arcs. You know, Team Rocket was a big threat in the beginning, and then soon midway through and they look at jesse's hair and they're like there's no way that anyone can be afraid of jesse's hair come on (laughs) yeah well and then like there's development in places that you wouldn't necessarily expect it like with meowth he's like a whole episode where he's there's like the story behind meowth it's a a focus on him and stuff there's smaller character arcs there there's growth but in order to to facilitate being able to milk that cash cow for (laughs) 20 years you know we we've gotten smaller uh smaller growth on the Pokemon side. It's a, it's a slow burn through the whole season. And I don't, I don't remember how many episodes there were in the season, but a lot. Yeah. In season one, 86. 86. Wow. Quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Casey was like, am I, do I need to watch all of season one? I was like, yeah. dog. No, because yeah, Harold told me we were doing season one and I looked it up and cause I know cartoon series have large seasons. Yeah. And 20 so episodes. 20, 20 minutes each episode. So. Yeah, 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 and yeah. so I looked it up. Like, okay, season one. I text Harold back and said, "Man, there's eighty six episodes. Do we really need to be fresh up on. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to have like a granular knowledge. Well, that, I think, you know what I mean? Like, goddamn, it, it's me. pretty. I mean, it's a lot of back in the nineties, man. Back with long seasons. I mean, yeah. it was like twenty four episode normal adult TV shows and fifty two mm-hmm. episode or eighty nine episode. Yeah. And yeah. Mr. Yu-Gi-Oh! is pretty, pretty guilty of that as well. Oh, oh um, definitely. You know, one thing I want to say to kind of, I think Digi- Pokemon, excuse me, is more of kind of like your CSI, your procedural drama. Theoretically, if you stick with CSI, I, I, I was a fan of the original CSI for as long as I could hang on. Um, but that's a show that's a very much case of the week. You do have small character arcs throughout. Um, if you're a CSI watcher, Gil Grissom, it was like your main your main guy who ran everything for the first several seasons before he eventually left the show. But like if you actually stuck with it and watched all 200 episodes or whatever, you're like, oh, there is something – there is a character here that we get just tiny, tiny breadcrumbs every episode yeah. of like what's going on in this person's personal life. What is – the and this – like Frank, that main character, he was kind of a weirdo. And like you kind of learn more <laughs> about – and CSI. So with, with Pokemon, I think that's a similar thing. I actually do love Meowth. He's quite great. Probably one of my favorite characters on Pokemon. Uh, you know, but – Got that, yeah. Um, that slick accent, man. But I find my problem with that is it, it, it always – for me, I, my preference for the type of – just television and programming I, I consume like I get t- 
tired and stop caring before it ever gets to the conclusion. I remember the first episode of Pokemon. They're like, I, I think it's uh, that he sees the variants. Is it Moltres, the Pokemon he sees at the first? I think episode? it's Ho. 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 Yeah. yeah. Even better. Ho. Oh. When do they Pokemon actually Gold, get yeah. to Ho. Oh on the show? A lot. Actually, probably like really long. They didn't show it in the Johto season. It was a while. Nurse Joy in the first. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Not that Ho. Oh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was a deep hole, right? Oh, you didn't even get it at first. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so Show my old face. I, I mean, like, I don't know about you guys. I can't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> me that one just sunk. <laughs> I just get out to jump to conclusions, Matt. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I just don't. I don't want to spend two or 300 episodes waiting to find out what was that thing about Yeah, <laughs> that we saw in the first episode. They, they gave us a big promise and they strung us That's along true. for how many years. And this is kids programming. Like if you're a kid, you get bored on shows easily after like five years, you might stop watching it and swap to something else. Maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, I obviously I didn't, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm saying yeah. a lot of people it's do. It, I don't know if you should go down that because Digimon is guilty of that with the, uh, I think Mike's going to get to it with his. Yeah. So we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. But uh, yeah, nowadays, I definitely see what you're saying. Nowadays they would because you could watch it all in one, in one yeah. go. I now you could like marathon it. Back in the day when it. you had yeah. just piecemeal 22 minutes an episode. A week. You Yeah. And then a filler you, episode on Friday because yeah, I, I mean, hate how you. else do you explain, not to go back to a prior episode, but how do you explain Dragon Ball Z? I mean, that thing. Oh, is yeah. That, yeah. That, that is a master class in stringing you along. Yeah. <laughs> class toriyama's a bastard that's for sure i think something that digimon did really well was they definitely had like the first season had what 53 52 or 53 i think yeah it it definitely had its monster of the week episodes episodes. (laughs) (laughs) it had its monster of the week episodes yeah that's true but i would say within like 13 or 14 episodes or so an arc would be completed yeah like their first like file island was the first arc and that's where they defeated devimon so he was like the first villain that they had to all digivolve to, to defeat. And then the next one was um, Edamon. Edamon. Yeah, yeah, so he was the ultimate Digimon that they all had to get stronger and defeat. And then it was the uh, Dark My- Masters. Myotismon. It was Myotismon. Oh, that's right. That's and right. He was, he was, that guy was around for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But I, mean, no, I think that's a great point because they would, they would there was definitely kind of chapters of, yeah. that, of, of series one. Like you, you had, you, you went through Devimon, you went through Edamon, you went through Myotismon. Eventually you go back to the dark digital world with the dark masters. Mm-hmm. And those all kind of mark the beginning, uh, and end of like little sub arcs for our characters that right. pay off. Like you have the eighth Digidestin. That's really, you know, we, that's really the beginning of Myotismon's arc, which runs for like 20 or 30 episodes. Yeah. And before they go back to the dark masters, where was, who's, who is the, uh, the eighth Digidestin caught? And they find out it's Kari. And then they have to figure out, well, now we've got all these Digimon in the real world. How are we going to handle them? Right. And all, but again, it all pays off. They do defeat Myrismon. And then they find out there's a bigger threat. Uh, and eventually, unlike <laughs> unlike Dragon Ball Z, eventually the, the bigger threats do stop at some point. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Every every villain we face is the strongest we've ever faced. Yeah. Like, Jesus I, w- I will say that Pokemon does have many arcs in in badges in gym yeah in that's gym kind battles. of thing. that's always, kind of the arc uh, granted ash is not like you said ash hasn't reached the pinnacle yet um but there's always been a new gym leader and so that's kind of what they what they build up to the new challenge of like going to each city exactly and then, yeah the whole city itself is an arc because they they don't always go to a gym in each city yeah and yeah there's like two or three episodes for each one and it is a slow burn but you, you eventually get to somewhere. Yeah, there were, I think, two or three episodes just in the Viridian Forest. Yes. Which isn't 
you know, now, now that we've, that's how long you spend in the uh, game too. Yeah. <laughs> like two weeks, like, damn, how do I get out of this bitch? Now that we've, you said we were going to do the podcast. I've actually gone back and I've started watching Indigo league again. And so I'm about 20 episodes into that. And, uh, it, uh, is it rough? You know, there's a hold up. It, um, it holds up some and it doesn't hold up in other ways. <laughs> um, I don't know if I'll make all 86 episodes, but it's a lot. Of, I think a lot of it is nostalgia. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I, that's kind of the factor that it goes into, but um, I definitely see where you're coming from on that. Um, I'm excited to get to the next thing because it's one of the one of the things we can get a little bit deeper on. Um, it's the actual cast's relationship with their mons. Um, it, it's a little bit of a parallel. <laughs> Tim's getting excited, but it's a little bit, a little bit of a parallel because you know there's so many things you can say on each side. Uh, you know, and Digimon they're actually able to communicate with their mon, and over here they like Pokemon they have to like feel what they're doing. Yeah, well, and, except for Pikachu, and, everyone, and Ash, every, everyone understands Pikachu. Yeah, Ash can <laughs> understand Pikachu somehow. He speaks Pikachu. It's but, like Han and Chewie. I can't yeah. wait until we get the redub series of Pokemon that where Ryan Reynolds go, yeah. goes back and revoices the entire Pokemon Weird. series so we can understand what was going on. The uh, that's all that thing about like the Pokemon thing. But yeah, did you guys see that Detective Pikachu? Yeah, he's voiced right. by Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah. yeah, I'll watch it. I can't even front like I'm. Well, gonna watch you also it. heard about that new Pikachu uh, Pokemon movie. Yeah, where he speaks English. It's because I miss you. Or I was on YouTube. I, I was didn't like, see oh, it, dude. Yeah, I didn't see it, but. It's terrible. Yeah. I'm really hoping the internet splices Ryan Reynolds, like splices Deadpool lines <laughs> oh <my> in <laughs> Pikachu. That would stuff. be funny. Come on, internet, please. <laughs> Don't make me wait. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I feel like that's a place where the, we spend a lot of the time is, you know, we're actually getting into like the actual uh, Ash or Misty or Brock, you know, adding to their team and how they interact with their team. Um, what do you say? What do you, what is your opinion on like how they interact and like the actual like setup of the show, uh, Pokemon versus Digimon? I think as far as Digimon goes, it's a lot more of a companion relationship because they can talk and communicate back and forth. I think with, uh, Pokemon, it's more of the, um, a boy and his dog type genre, <laughs> you know, like, That's true. I mean, like, yeah. I feel like Ash and Pikachu are no different than like an old yeller or where the red fern grows <laughs> thing. That's a great point. Pikachu actually. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, God damn it. Um, but it's, I feel like it's, it's more of a, like I said, a boy and his dog as opposed to, uh, in Digimon where they're actually talking back and forth to each other. So there's definitely a different dynamic, um, to the relationships there. Yeah. I mean, definitely it's, I've never really thought about it in that exact way, but I could see like the appeal of that, um, head to head. I think it's just, I usually err on the side of Pokemon. I do, you know, like I said, I do like both, but I think if I had to choose one, you know, just with the relationship and like the actual Mons themselves, I always kind of err towards the side of Pokemon. What do you think, Tim? Uh, I think, um, I agree with you on like how it's, uh, man and his dog kind of relationship throughout the whole sh- season one of uh, Pokemon, you see Pikachu go off, do his own thing because you're not going to always be watching your dog. You know, like your Pokemon is going to do, has his own personality. He's going to go off, look at things and play with things. And then like, he always comes back to you in that sense. There was an episode, I can't remember what Pikachu was holding and fell in love with, but he fell in love with this item while everyone was like, 
it was like a big disaster or something, and then his item broke, and he was just crying, and it was just like a random spinoff during the show. Yeah, that was funny. So, they they kind of you remember what those, it was? They explore those. I don't remember what the item was, but they kind of explore those like things where it's like mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. develops their personality a little bit yeah. more. So you're like, oh, he's yeah. kind of that kind of shows like his irreverent side. And then they even have like the episodes, yeah. <laughs> um, the where the Mons get uh, separated from their trainers. Yeah, there's and a, there was like a whole subtitle. Like uh, where they're like they're trying to work together to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, just the Pokemon, yeah stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's like a bunch of other episodes too, like um, Ash's relationship with his Charmander. Yeah, um, he was a dick with, too when he became Char- Charizard. Charizard. Oh, that's the no, be- that's the best. He fucking saved Charmander. He saved from Charmeleon, where he started becoming an asshole. Yeah, he was a bitch. And then Charizard was like, "Nah, fuck you." You could fight the night gym leader. Best Pokemon ever. <laughs> yeah, like, He's like, fuck? you want to kill that Magmar? Well, you know what? I'm going to go sleep on this rock, yeah. I should have let your fucking tail burn out. That's why I'm a Squirtle That's why guy. He saved him. <laughs> Squirtle, Squirtle Squad. Never <laughs> done. They would never pull this shit like that. <laughs> and then, um, I mean, there's also when Ash let go of his first Pokemon. Uh, that had your boy tearing up. Was it Pidgeot? Was it Pidgeot? Uh, Butterfree. No, it was Butterfree. Butterfree. Ooh. That was the first time he released one of his Pokemon. And then it was epic. I thought it was pretty sad. And then... That one episode with Pikachu going off, wanting to go off with the his clan, his clan of Pikachus, but he decided to stay with Ash because his, he thought his connection with Ash was much more important than being with his own kind. That's true, and it, it, it's always interesting yeah. too to revisit that episode specifically um, when they when they find like that um, that family of Pikachu or whatever that that Pikachu combine or whatever. It yeah, was. well, what is, what is a group of Pikachus called? You have like a murder of crows and a flock of geese. I don't know. A shock a, of Pikachu. I don't know. Thunder. A yeah, thunder. Oh, that Pikachu. sounds nice. But it, it's just funny to see it because um, you know whenever you see it, and I know we don't get in the later generations, which which helps this specific part. Um, <laughs> but you see, like the young Pikachu's. There's no Pichu. Oh, Pichu's. It's just small Pikachu's, and it's like, oh, that's kind of funny. Like. They realized later on that they could make more money with baby Pokemon, but they didn't incorporate it originally. And so that's just one of the things that sticks out to me when I revisit <laughs> that's, it. I'm like, that's, that's the only bad funny. thing about Pokemon, those loopholes. Yeah. Those retcons. <laughs> yeah. 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 This, uh, this cartoon show is an airtight with their narrative. Like, this is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's definitely, I see the appeal in that. But uh, let's hear what the Digimon guys had to say. I'll go for this. Go okay, for so uh, my strongest argument for this is that the the eight children are called the Digidestined. They are destined to be with these Pokemon from the get-go. With the Pokemon? The Digimon, sorry. <laughs> Got them. We want to yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just end the podcast here. I rest my case. <laughs> no further it questions. Is, I mean, I'm getting wires crossed left and right. They here, are, so. they're, they're destined to be paired with their individual Pokemon. They are part... <laughs> Damn it! Twice. <laughs> two strikes, bro. That's two strikes. Okay. With their, stop the recording. With their Digimon. With their Digimon. With their Digimon. Their digital monster. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I mean, their Digimon are, like, <laughs> tailored to their personality. They mirror their personality in a certain way. Whereas Pokemon... It's these people going out, capturing these innocent, cute little creatures and forcing them to fight so they can gain badges. You ever hear dog fighting, guys? Yeah. It's a little <laughs> barbaric. You could have, yeah, you could have replaced every episode of uh, every character in Pokemon okay, with Michael Vick. With, with Digi- what, you didn't think Michael Vick was one of the elite four? Right. Oh, you were very. Sorry. The Digimon are... 
sentient and they know that they're fighting and they know what they're fighting for. Anyway, sorry. No, no, no. The well, Pokemon this, are slaves. This is, is what where my saying, wife guys. helped me out the most in our in our back and forth because I was like, why? I even went online and because I, I, I'll be honest, I don't have a whole lot of experience with Pokemon. I was like, why do uh, the people go out and capture the Pokemon? What are, what's the purpose? And uh, the whole concept of Pokemon I read started because of the creator's love for uh, like bug collecting. So it just kind of spun off of that. And so I was like, okay, so you go out and you capture this Pokemon and you force it to live in this little tiny ball <laughs> and you don't, it's like a condo, you, you don't have this constant emotional connection with it that the, that the Digimon do with their partner. And, um, and so, so I was like, well, why does, why do they have to stay in the ball? My wife was like, well, if he, if they didn't, they'd run away. And I was like, well, then there's no connection there. They're wild animals and they don't want to be there. <laughs> they don't want to be there. <laughs> I never thought about it like that. That's totally true. <laughs> well, it's interesting too, like this parallel, um, where in Pokemon, you're trying to get all these different types and catch all these mons. Whereas Digimon, it's like, you kind of have your go-to guy. Yeah. And so that's kind of a parallel too that I never really thought And it's of. like in Digimon, the, the, the partner and the Digimon, they are thrown into a situation where the digital world is in some sort of turmoil. And if the digital world uh, is taken over or something, then it will in turn affect the real world. So they're fighting for both worlds. So they're both fighting for a common Higher stakes thing. is what he's saying in Digimon. And, and, but in Pokemon, it's like these monsters are fighting for the trainer to win win something well yeah. in the games you do win money it's like the, you got two hundred dollars well, like, fucking those, rob that guy any of those battle franchises immediately when you start to think about that they immediately <laughs> fall apart whether it be pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh, beyblade because you know what would change the whole thing of these the whole idea of these stories a gun <laughs> Like just literally, I'm literally, so glad you brought that gun. up because I'm talking about this is and this is why and I, I'm glad you brought this up because this is exactly why I th- what it says Digimon apart. These are people who are destined to save the world. They have to like this is their they're ordained by the digital gods. I don't know. Yeah. To uh, they're chosen by. <laughs> Jesus, I guess it Mom. was the Jedi and like like they were these, these children were selected for their traits because ultimately the world is going to be in danger and the, uh, and these guys who live in the digital world knew that and selected them and ultimately they, they it's a partnership it's not a servant master it is a partnership the, there are times digimon refuse to do what their master well what the partner rather uh tells them to do mm-hmm. and i love what you said uh, earlier actually about how uh the the digimon really are there to help perpetuate our character's growth mm-hmm. and reflect that so for for instance you know uh they all of the digidestin have different they're called crests but it represents kind of the the thing that this character stands for so you have yeah. with ty you have courage with matt you have friendship with tk it's hope and uh, mimi it's uh serenity right yeah. uh, mm-hmm. love is sore like uh joe is uh no no not, uh, uh, like reliability reliability that's yeah. it Reli- uh, uh, izzy's knowledge uh-huh. like they all have these traits they stand for and the, the digimon are there to help them grow uh and also like you said digimon are reflections of what's going on on the inside right. so for instance uh whenever ty overcomes something or is, uh, is working to overcome something we get we get graymon eventually we get metal graymon but uh in the same series whenever ty is like we've got to beat edamon this guy's bad we're not you're not strong enough so he like goes drill sergeant on agumon and just gets like really overbearing and overzealous and then eventually like just becomes an angry toxic person and guess what we get skull graymon who shows up and just starts killing everything yeah um like these are the, the digimon are, are there to communicate the these themes and these 
the, the, the journeys these characters are on as they are working to save the world, not to win money, not to be the best, <laughs> like actually save the world from from destruction. Uh, essentially, and I think that's really great to say too. With the with the Skull Greymon thing is that's when Ty was trying to become, like you said, the drill sergeant and take command of the situation and tell Agumon what to do. But in reality, the, their partners don't really tell them what to do. They help them get stronger, but they're not telling them, okay, use Nova Flame and, and destroy right. this enemy. The, the Digimon just go out there and fight because they know that they have to do it. Whereas, you know, uh, uh, Ash is like saying, you, you know, use Thunderbolt right. or Watch. whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, it's like a, it's an interesting parallel because, you know, kind of the way you're saying it feels like, the Digimon are an extension of their partners. Yes, yeah. Whereas uh, in Pokemon, it feels like subser- like a subservient type of relationship. Some people are into um, that. <laughs> um, I was wondering why Pikachu had that leather mask on all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. After the freaking yeah, ball in his mouth. I mean, you know Once what? Again, you guys raised a great point about out. the Pokeballs. I saw that episode of Robot Chicken. It's totally, uh, <laughs> it's totally just like, I don't even know what you call it. Uh, it's the shit inside those places. It's great. They, uh, never mind. <laughs> I think Poke- they do. I think up, it is. Robot it's like Chicken a, Pokemon. Look it up. It's like you, a... You uh, do bring a good... Uh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. You, uh, you do bring up a good point, Caleb, about um, why... It's one of the things why I can't get into Digimon myself is because I feel like it's so ham-fisted, all the, the stakes of it and crests and you, you know, you represent this and that, whereas Pokemon is a much, much lower stakes thing of it's more like I want to collect these things and I want to basically I want to be the best in my sport. Well, yeah, it the, is. It's, it, it's like with, the difference between yeah. Digimon, save the world like a, and yeah. win the Super Bowl. You have to do yeah. it. Yeah, really. Yeah. really. Whereas great, here it's elective. That's a great way to put it, yeah. yeah. It's elective and then it's like a duty. Right. So, yeah, that makes sense. Well, it's it's pets growing. versus partners, really. That, that's the two kind of – Yeah. It's pets and um, partners. Kind of like in that, in that vein, um, we touched on it a little bit whenever you said, you know, they kind of work together and that's how they end up doing the uh, – they get to digivolve and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was an interesting parallel, like that actual, like the evolution of these creatures, you know. Uh, whereas in Pokemon, you know, there's no going back after they digivolve or after they evolve. Mm-hmm. Whereas in in uh, Digimon, kind of reverts. So I don't, I don't know. It's an interesting parallel, and I wanted to kind of go down that avenue, kind of talk about what your take is on that, and like why one is more appealing to you than the other. Uh, I I always prefer the Pokemon evolution because it feels like it feels like a sign of progress. You know that that's kind of one of those things of uh, story progression that you get is an evolution, whereas the digivolving in um, uh, Digimon is more of kind of a Deus Ex Machina to get the story. You know, it's it reminds me when I watched that episode today. It just it reminded me of um, old episodes of like Power Rangers, where it was like, "Oh no, we can't beat him." Oh, I know, we'll form you know form the, the Megazord, Megazord yeah. and then it's taken care of. And so I feel like <laughs> the evolutions in Pokemon are, are they have much more meaning as opposed to in Digimon, where they seem like a way to. Like a means um, to an end. Yeah, it, it's a way to, you know, oh, we've tried everything. I know, I'll go Super Metal Giga Skull Super <laughs> Saiyan. Um, <laughs> I'll, well, I, and, and, that's an, and that's another thing that I can't get into in Digimon, as opposed to Pokemon, is just naming conventions. <laughs> um, Squirtle, 
you know exactly what it is if I show you a picture of that. It's like water and a turtle. It's a squirtle. But uh, they all kind of blend together name-wise for me of Agumon, Tintamon, Shogumon, and I just made up that third one. That's also another thing with Digimon. Oh, I thought that was a real thing. Yeah, see, I just made up that Um, So the two main, Ty and, what was it? Matt? Matt. Matt, Ty and Matt have Agumon and, um, what was was his name? Uh, Gabumon? Gabumon. So very very different names, right? Except for the Mon part, like in Pokemon, is very different. But when they evolve, he's Greymon, and then uh, he's Garurumon. But then the next evolution is Metal Greymon, and then War Greymon. Matt's uh, Gabumon is just the reverse. It starts off as War Garurumon or something like that. It goes goes to Garurumon, Wear Garurumon, and then Metal Metal, Garurumon. Metal Garurumon. And it's kind of like, did you really need to reuse those same things? (laughs) (laughs) Shit, what should we call this? Hey, in the 90s, everyone was into metal. Okay, guys. Metal and it's awesome. In the 90s, we we still love metal. Add metal. I I feel like the naming conventions are so, you know... like I said, with a squirtle, with a Charmander, it's Char, Fire, Salamander, Mander, and it's just... You think it's a little bit more deep. There's more depth to well, it. Well, it's just, it's a more, um, I just find it a more clever... Um, I'll give you that, because cooler I, I think that's a good point. Like, whenever you say a Pokemon name, at least in the first gen, you get... Yes. You, at least the first gen, yes. you, you have a good idea of what that is. You could just put two and two together. Charmander, okay, that's... Yeah. Yeah, Salamander, and it's fire. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Squirtle's a good example, too. It's like, you, there's certain... Like, the way they use those words, certain images come to mind with that. If, so if you've never seen it, if someone said, hey, what, what does this look like, or what do you think this is, you could probably guess. Uh, Digimon yeah. is definitely a little little less easy. Like, if I was trying to explain who the, the, the character names are... Yeah, it's, uh, it's not super evident what Agumon's like. And I'm, and I'm sure is. they have some sort of uh, Japanese. It just seems like what it seems like is when it came time for translation, there was they just kind of maybe spun the Japanese names into and then English names as a, yeah, and then Mon because I'm sure Agumon or whatever or any of them right. have some sort of. Um, Basis in Japanese mm-hmm. as to dis- like, uh, describe Charizard is isn't called Charizard in <clears throat> the Japanese version. He's called um, like Lizardmon or something like that. It's not Charizard. He's yeah. a Digimon. No, I'm just well, it's, no, it's interesting too. Uh, another again showcasing that we're looking at two totally different types of shows. Uh, the Japanese names actually make a lot more sense in Digimon because the characters are actually from Japan. In the show, when they go to the real world, they go to Japan mm-hmm. uh, versus Pokemon that lives in its own world, its own fantasy, yeah. its own reality, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to overlapping with ours where the Japanese pronunciations and the way these names come about, even though your main characters, I mean, Mimi, Tai, I mean, Matt's a little bit American. I, they, there's some of them, they, they some of them the last they yeah. switched over, but like, they Americanized Tai's, it. Tai's name in the show is Taishi, I think. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. they shortened The original it. name, like, I'm, I was recently watching Digimon Try, so um, I personally like the Japanese subbings better. I like listening to Japanese instead of hearing the English dubs. Mm-hmm. So I was watching the yeah. new Pokemon, and I know we're not talking, we're normally talking about it, but the only difference with that is I'm so used to the Amer- English dub Pokemon that listening to Japanese Ash is is weird. Sounds like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, um, but it's but, like Japanese Goku is was yeah, like a grandma. I yeah. think. Yeah, he's screaming. Like, um, yeah, pitch. <laughs> I guess it is kind of an interesting parallel as far as, like, the evolution. But I guess Digimon kind of has a little bit of both, right? Because, like, in, initially, Agumon's not, not Agumon. He's, like, a little... Coromon. Yeah, a little yeah. soccer ball-looking guy. And that, that goes back to the toys. 
of you you start off with like it's a, a good plush ball per- thing and then it, and bit. you feed it enough and it grows and it becomes a yeah uh it that kind of plays into the the previous um lcd toys yeah mm-hmm. well what do you what's you guys take on it like the the evolution sorry uh, from um, each show let, oh, me what's just that add, let me just add one more thing <laughs> about ahead. it that why pokemon is better than digimon uh, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead Tim. yeah I, I need to bring the competition back um your evolutions suck like oh! no n- not not the evolution itself what? but the 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 amount of time it takes to evolve <laughs> sometimes it's a five minute arc of literally just being um them spiraling in a oh, circle. Yeah. And, and it sounds like the tea's done on the listen, kettle. Yeah. Listen, man. Check when you it see out, guys. I bet a metal mask on this T-Rex. <laughs> yeah, Isn't that awesome? When you see something <laughs> badass happen one time, don't you want to see that again? Right? Yeah. yeah. You saw Star Wars. How many times have we all seen Star Wars? At least five or ten or twenty or thirty or fifty times? Yeah, you know? that's why I, mean, I watch Pokemon. Yeah. No, no, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so why not, why not use the same vignette a million times yeah. in the show? Uh, that's a great point. Uh, that does happen a lot. I personally don't get as irritated by stuff like that as other people do but i will say <laughs> caleb's like i'm not a bitch i will say and i and I, <laughs> I, 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 I apologies for for not remembering if they if they actually implemented this in the first season but it gets much better in later series where the first time it's a big deal and they streamline like you still and they see do it, a you shorter still see version. it but it's like a way super short yeah. version of it and then eventually there are even some episodes like later in the game where they're just like all right and now they're a different digimon yeah like yeah. well <laughs> In the original season one of Digimon, they took their time to do each single one. Right. So that was that was my ba- biggest problem with, with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have twenty minutes to make an episode, and you spent five <laughs> minutes of it um, evolving. Yeah. And what you could have easily done was just did a mini pip screens of all of them at once, oh, and then yeah. let them just scream out their names. They did they start eventually them. doing that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's, that's a, a very Japanese thing, it. though. Yeah. Like, think about in like Sailor Moon and Transformers. Okay. It was. I'm not sorry. It, it was <laughs> always like let's really kind of that's what we're going to put our wow factor yeah, into. Yeah, it's grandiose. The, the transformation is, is grandiose. Remember Digimon, especially when they got to the mega level, it was like, or no, no, ultimate level, it was like they added cool 3D CG Yeah, I remember the that. Which the Greymon. time was so flashy, you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like creaming yourself, but then I, now you watch it back and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, so why does this? Why does this happen every? Is this two reboot? Minutes? I think also from like oh. a technical standpoint that they did that to allow themselves to be able to focus on the animation for the rest of the episode. Like, let's just animate 16 minutes and make it really good instead of having to animate a full 22 minutes and just fill it in with a little <laughs> it's, bit of yeah, color. Yeah, it's an efficiency that's, thing. That's there's, like there's a makes sense. also, also Pokemon. We just turn into a big. White flash of light. But it's like a big, it's an, it's a huge event in Pokemon when that happens. Well, yeah. it, like they turn white and then it's like, everybody's like, Oh, like, Whoa, it's like a rebirth. On? Yeah. Well, and I will say too, I, I will say for Digimon, the first time they hit that next Digivolution, it is, it feels or every time, every time it feels really earned because yeah. again, it, because it reflects the character's journey is like when you get there and there's sometimes it takes a lot longer than you think it's going to for them to get there. So when it finally happens, you're like, Oh, finally, it's like a really great feeling. And yeah, I mean, the repetitious nature is there, but like whenever you get those first digivolutions, it's like this really awesome, just like, yeah. And you want to like applaud and stand up. Oh my God, you finally made it. To <laughs> yeah. Your, you know, you've grown, you've made it to your next level. And also on top of that, it, it, I think that's what 
is the most fun aspect of Digimon is just there's so many different characters. It's like, which one are you going to see this time? And it kind of goes back to what we were talking about. In Not the beginning. Angemon, that's <laughs> the character that pulled me into the show was Angemon. <laughs> yeah. the, the dude never shows up until the very times. last episode. He's in, of that, the, he's in that amazing theme the, song. He's like showcased. And yeah, like, wow, I'm like, like, holy crap, who is that? Like, who's she? Like, I'm much, I, I'm much more of a fan of the Digimon that look more kind of like humanistic and more like superheroes. And I was like, this dude looks awesome. Yeah. And I, that's he's that's like why four winged angel thing. Yeah, right? yeah, it is yeah. badass. And then, that looks and like a Final Kari's, Fantasy yeah. villain. Yeah. And that's who. That's why I started <laughs> watching the show, and I was like, okay eventually this guy's going to show up and then he doesn't show up until the last episode of the first arc then does not show up again until like it's a Myotis Myotis Mon, Mon, which yeah. is like 20 episodes later yeah but he then, drops trowel when he then, shows up and not only that his <laughs> oh his next evolution hey. magna angemon does not happen until the very 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 yeah. end of the series and yeah. of course it's like Jeez. incredible but it's like the last like two or three episodes yeah. he shows up yeah and he's he's like essentially the trump card because he's just so powerful. I think if he showed up too early, then there'd be no show yeah, because yeah, yeah. he would just wipe everybody out. Well, and and also again, I, I want to bring it back to the, the that, that character in particular. It goes back to the fact that this is uh, reflecting the character journeys. TK is the youngest of the group, and that's the thing. He's like struggling to grow, but he's got so much potential. And like so, and, and as we see, and again, I don't want it works within the context of season one, series one, but we see that he actually is a great leader who had in future series is a great leader with all his potential. And the, the reason you don't get him very often is because he is, it's kind of like he's, he's got a stunted growth to some, to some extent. I yeah. felt that spiritual performance. Issues. I'm gonna, Cause I never considered that until you just said it, that that was beautiful. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Elephant is fuck over here. We're diving deep y'all. Um, my favorite thing that I've been looking forward to talking to the movies <laughs> Uh, it's iconic i mean it's undeniable how big of an event it was when the pokemon movie first came out yeah and i I remember i think the digimon Digimon, yeah i think the digimon movie uh they showed it on tv first no no no. they didn't okay i remember seeing it on tv it It was was, theaters first but yeah my bad i was just saying just a a few theaters (laughs) didn't get nearly the release that (laughs) pokemon the first movie did i don't need your your ancient mew card i don't need that you know you, you <laughs> know how like those really independent movies like now playing in select cities that was the it was the a24 and you want to know what movies are the best ones made a24 that's true he ain't wrong he's not wrong about that um but yeah it, it's just an interesting parallel because you know there's really good things really strong things about each movie but then there's like the thing when you watch it back and you're like what the fuck like this is ridiculous <laughs> um and i know digimon kind of gets a little bit of flack because it's like um i think we, we were talking about it earlier it's like it's essentially a few different movies pieced together it's, it's, it, yeah okay we, we yeah. you can't we'll talk start with about, the digimon guys okay. let's go okay. ahead because you can't <laughs> talk about the digimon movie without acknowledging that this was definitely a reaction to the fact there was a pokemon movie right now in japan they japan they really shorter movies in theaters so it was like i think yeah. 30 or 45 minute uh, movies and this point they're like crap well this isn't going to work for no, no one of these is going to work for an american release so what if we put three of them together Mm-hmm. Uh, and two of them, I, I kind of feel that the first parts one and two, it's done by the same director who is, uh, his name is uh, Mamoru, uh, Mamoru uh, Hosoda, uh, who is actually a phenomenal anime director. He's gone on to direct critically acclaimed films like The Girl Who Leapt Through Time, uh, one of my personal favorites, Summer Wars, The Beast and His Boy, and Wolf Children. Ooh. A great director. Wolf uh, Children. Yeah. Was great. Wolf I was Children. about to say that. Amazing. So he directed the part one and two. Those two, I mean, they're, they're, they, they definitely are their own thing, but 
it, part one really does feel like it serves as a prologue to part two, which is really where the meat of the movie is. But then they're like, that's still not long enough. We've got to bring in a, a, a third part to make this last. And we've got to tie it into the series that's on TV right now, which was series two at the time. Uh, and that's where we get the third one, which is, uh, so the three movies are Digimon adventure, which is part one, which is basically the origin story. Hey, uh, we've talked about Koromon showing up on the show. Well, yeah. what was that? And Greymon showing up fighting Parrotmon. What was that like? So, so we get that in the beginning. Then we get Digimon Adventure, our war game, which is where you have a virus, a, poke, or a Digimon, that uh, <laughs> takes over the uh, tries to take over the internet. And basically, our Digidestin don't go to the digital world. They go to into the internet, which is uh, really interesting. And by the way, I think it's ahead, really ahead of its time, actually. Um, <laughs> uh, like the, the, that, type, that type of story about full-blown characters fully interacting with the internet like an entire story anyway uh and now the the, 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 part, the problem comes in with part three where we get <laughs> digimon hurricane touchdown different director <laughs> yeah it's terrible wow too. that sounds real bad different director uh it's, it's the series two cast they they bring in uh another character who is like a main character that, that they, they kind of try to stitch him into the parts one and two. Mm-hmm. It's Will, Willis, right? I think. Yes. Yeah. They, 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 they retroactively stitch this character, a younger version of this character into the parts one and two, but he's a main character in part three. The original cast actually is extremely minimal in that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're so, just kind of cameos. Yeah. Like, yeah. They just kind of barely touch on them. So the main characters were season two characters. Yeah, right. You have TK oh, okay. and Kari who were in both. Yeah, uh, they were in, uh, they were very heavy in, in the last part, but none of the other series one characters were. I mean, like you said, they were cameos. They they showed up and said hi. Yeah, because they, they were like trying to figure out why they couldn't come help them, and right. they were like, "Well, Mimi's off on vacation," or in <laughs> they just blamed it on Mimi. Mimi's yeah. off on vacation. <laughs> bitch. Yeah, that bitch is never here when um, you need her. But uh, so y- you have to say. The, the Pokemon movie at least is one story that was designed as one story. Uh, sort and of. Sort of. Oh, okay. So they, It's kind of a frame story. They, yeah. did the, they did the same thing, actually. Oh, they, it was the Mewtwo pit? Was that uh, at the prologue? Was that a separate thing? <clears throat> they well, did the Pikachu Well, they the had beginning. Pikachu's Pikachu vacation, vacation oh, which was yeah. a short. Was that, and yeah. then they had to add about, I want to say, maybe 30 minutes to... Um, the background. Because, yeah, there's like Birth of Mewtwo, and then there's like Mewtwo Strikes Back. So they kind of they kind of stitched it together as well um, for that movie as well. Oh, okay. But it doesn't it doesn't things. at all but feel disjointed. No, it feels, it, it feels really short. Yeah. yeah, it started off. It was just a really short. But it's thing. almost like Digimon, yeah. how you said they were really short, but they put them well, together. But maybe it yeah. wasn't as cohesive. But I mean, in, in, in Pikachu's Vacation, that's a fun one. I always consider that like you know how it was Pixar short. and Disney yeah, have their little a, shorts in front it's of it. Like uh, I think even that's how they did it. Is it was kind of a it was framed like that. It was a. a it, ha- it had its own like little Pokemon intro logo for yeah. Pikachu's vacation, and then it went into the Mewtwo yeah, Pokemon right. 2000. Was that what it was called? I know 2000 was yeah. the second movie. Yeah, that was the one with the birds. Okay, yeah. Pokemon the movie, and then it was like, okay, awesome. Now the real movie. Starts. Well, I think it's like Pokemon the first movie. Yeah, like the, the name first. of the actual. Did they Digimon got a feel disjointed it. to you when you saw it in theater? The movie? Yeah. When I saw it in theaters, no, but when I revisited it, yes. Yeah. Um, I, I think as kids, you, you're like, you, don't, you don't get it. You're you're like, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, Willis. They totally set him up in that first scene right. there. Yeah. 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 That's enough development you needed. You're like, oh, yeah. Well, and, and especially when Series 2 was on TV, you're like, oh, cool. Now we get to go see the characters that we see every week. Yeah. Also. And, and they set it up perfectly because I think it was either Ragermon or Golden. Magnamon. Yeah, Magnamon. It, yeah. And it was like you were going to see him either in the episode right before the movie released or after the yes, movie released. Yeah, so, yeah. so the it flow of it was yeah, really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean as a kid I appreciate it. Um now that said, 
I still think the Digimon movie is a superior movie that I'll watch any day over Pokemon. I did a uh, podcast on the Good Trash Genre cast a couple years ago. We did like a whole live show where we watched uh, part one down at uh, venue here in OKC. Yeah. And we had a live panel. And guys, I rewatched it thinking I was really going to like it. Like I was like, yeah, I went and saw it. And th- that was one of the- I got to go see it in theaters. And I have a lot of good nostalgia with it. Whoa. <laughs> that movie is bad. That movie yeah. is hot I mean, garbage. <laughs> The whole, they're both the, bad. The, 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 the U2's beaten by <laughs> crying people and crying Pokemon. And yes, I know it has all the feels. When 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 Ash turns to stone, I cry too. And it still has the feels, but it feels like super manipulative yeah. and like out of left field and not earned at all. And the I was tears like, should have been like what? fueling him. Like, yeah, mm, yes, give me your tears. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and the last part is they do what Pokemon does. It's like, okay, we have this cool, that everyone walks away, they're all learning something cool. And guess what? At the end, you don't remember anything. So guess what? No character growth. You're back to square one. Ba ba ba. Well, yeah. Well, um, what do you guys think about, like, as far as, like, either the parallel between the Pokemon and Digimon movie or, like, your qualms with either one? Uh, I will say that I, I really don't think the, um, the Pokemon movie, the first one, really is a, I don't think it's a, that good of a movie um but that being said it's a pokemon movie so it's automatically better than the digimon movie <laughs> just, um, just de facto <laughs> now i hadn't seen i had not seen the uh, uh the pokemon movie since about 2000 jesus when i was in like seventh grade 17 years ago so yeah the last time i saw it was uh on a vhs from blockbuster jesus uh, which is a very old sentence i don't know what either of those things uh, are yeah, I was gonna say. Well, you had to go to stores and rent stuff yeah. what was yeah. that like it's like there the dark used to be, ages there used to be a, a building just filled with videotapes which were cassettes that had little pieces of film on. i know having to explain that to my nephew i'm like god damn and I'm then old. they ran out of business yeah yes Netflix took over. and it was sadness i would love to like have a this is way off topic but i would just love like a uh a, like a museum type thing where it's just a blockbuster that you can <laughs> just go kids. walk through that would be and so pretend cool. to there's sh- still one blockbuster open the, they have a twitter account a it's like called the last blockbuster yard wow. Like I would, I would walk around just a blockbuster, not even to get anything. Yeah, it's just like like the Jasmine Moran Children's Museum, like where you pretend to like fly an airplane, just <laughs> pretend to fly or <laughs> pretend, pretend to rent a movie, pretend, pretend to rent to, movies. Yeah, pretend to be kind and rewind. And then yeah, and the person at the checkout has to say, and don't forget to rewind it. By the yes. Way. <laughs> or in my case, my dad yelling at the clerk uh, who just wants to go home about late fees. And basically getting out of them. What do you mean I didn't return this movie on time? Okay, we'll just we'll delete the late <laughs> Kids, bring your video game up. <laughs> I'm going to get X-Men on Sega Genesis. All right. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, I, I, I don't think the Pokemon movie is... Is there, there's good aspects of Bits it. Bits of it are good. Like the whole genetic engineering of Mewtwo thing. That is and, badass. Yeah. Yeah. And like that aspect of the Mew Mewtwo aspect is, is great because especially at the time, those were very in the lore and just in the games themselves playing them. Those were kind of mysterious Mythic, things. You yeah. didn't really enigmatic. Everybody knew if, if you wanted to catch a Mew, you had to like go to the power plant, but there was no guarantee that you were even going to randomly one was going to pop up. So they were very kind of mysterious things. And this was really, I think your first kind of info dump of, of lore about Mew and Mewtwo. So I liked that aspect, but yeah, like 
the I'm not a big fan of melodrama in anime. So yeah, when like. Oh, clap if you believe in love. Let's bring back Ash. Yeah. I, I was not a fan and of Don't that. forget, what, what's the song that plays? What's the song? Brother, where, brother. Bro, oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. It's, it's the, the, the best part. The They're like hitting each other. Harold, there's your outro for this episode. I'm gonna. Yeah, there we go. Boom. Um, Sorry, beach language. I was going to say, like... I thought there was a lot of like character development in the Pokemon movie. And I know you guys were saying like, you know, like everyone loses their memory. Yes, that's true. But I thought Mewtwo, I, yeah. I thought Mewtwo was like the biggest, the, the main focus, you know, in the beginning, he's an experiment. He was created from a pod from Mew. And then, um, the reason why he does all this is because he was an experiment. He decides to break out because he has the power. Then he, he's angry at the humans and Pokemon for le- allowing, like this master servant relationship. They literally just like hit on the spots for what we were talking about. Like it's a master servant relationship. And Mewtwo did not like that. He was like, I'm the master. Fuck (laughs) y'all. Y'all my bitches. Yeah. <laughs> Basically what I he does. That's actually the, uh, I think, the yeah, subtitle, verbatim, right? <laughs> yeah. In, the, in that version. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. The, the liner notes in the back, yeah. yeah. And oh, so score. basically Ash goes in and finds out about this whole thing with a bunch of other trainers and stuff, and he they're all fighting in this big stadium. The brother brother song comes on. All that emotion. <laughs> they're all fighting know, the, the yeah. clone Pokemon Pikachu and, the and his Pokemon. clone Pikachu. And then Mewtwo like sees the struggle and the pain and i don't i haven't watched this in like two years but uh somehow he decides that humans are worth living on their own but he knew that he still needed to be separate yeah because he knew like humans weren't ready for him at the same time because of his next level awesomeness you know it's like arnold in terminator 2 could he speak (laughs) Yeah, well, it was telepathic. telepathic. Yeah, that's what I thought. I, oh, yeah. I thought I remembered that. That was kind he of a cool thing. I, I, well, yeah. I'll, I'll give you that, too. Mewtwo is definitely a, a fascinating character. Uh, and he does get a, And he does get a sequel movie, and it is yeah. was touching on something at the time, uh, experimenting with genetics, which at, in the 90s, that was a big thing. It was like, yeah. oh, yeah. what are we doing with cloning? That's a really cool thing. Um, I will say he was a fascinating character. He was. And then and then Nintendo and uh, the Pokemon company. They just, bastardized him. Well, they just ran him into the ground. Yeah. Super Smash Bros. He's just like a regular. He's like an everyday character that you expect to see now. I love playing as Mewtwo in Super Smash Bros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, um, you know, the thing about you guys have brother, brother. We have, we've got kids in America. We've got a new Digimon rap. Yeah. Ameri- yeah. Uh, it's got like, it is like a greatest hits of like 90s nostalgia. I was actually <laughs> listening to it on the way over here. And oh, I was like, oh my, I forgot some of the stuff that was on the soundtrack. I was like, oh God, this is actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they got licensed songs. Like Bare Naked Ladies. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I will concede that Mewtwo is like the reason I went and saw that movie when it was in theaters. Um, mm-hmm. uh, strictly from a character design aspect. Mind you, Frieza. He did. He looked I like a bastardized version of Frieza. And Frieza was that. like my dude when DBZ <laughs> was out. And I was like, I mean, it's like, dude, he looks like Final Form Frieza right there. So I was like, let's go see this. And I thought that ex- as soon as you were talking about Mewtwo, I was like, he's yeah. going to say he looks like Frieza. Yeah, <laughs> I think a lot of people think that. Yeah, though. definitely, yeah. definitely. Oh, um, also big plus, we get Omnimon in the Digimon movie, which yeah. was like every 
fanboy's dream come true. You're like, okay, what if, you know, like when you're a kid, like kind of like Power Rangers, you're like, what if this combines with this? So you're like, oh, we reached the pinnacle. We get our Megas. We get Metal uh, Gurumon and we get War Greymon. What if they combine? When you're nine, that you're like, that's the, the coolest shit. thing ever. That and we actually shit. got it. You know what else we they did? did the fusion dance. We get Megaform Anjumon. <laughs> oh, we do get Mega. Oh my God, I forgot. Seraphimon. We get Seraphimon for the first time. Yeah, and Megaform uh, Anjumon. For, for, for two seconds. Yeah. Oh, two seconds. <laughs> I, I, I'm, oh my I'm God. Jump. Okay, I'm in the theater like literally like you guys freaking might as well be out. speaking Russian right now. <laughs> <laughs> Megaform Anjumon. Saran Rapamon. They're trying to release the, yeah. the golden digi egg and, and Anjumon goes... <laughs> Angemon turns to Angemon and is like, we have to evolve to our mega forms to release the power of the golden Digimon. And I'm like, holy shit, we're going to see mega Digimon. And he does it. And it's like the coolest transformation sequence it in is. the world. Okay, so Every time you say Angemon, I think Aunt Jemima. <laughs> And so now, same and so thing. I just Come have like, I just have this. Is that a racist stereotype? Get That's out of here. No, no, like, no. Like, I imagine just like somebody like shooting syrup. <laughs> he might oh, as well have because literally after he digivolves, he just stays on screen for about a second and then just disintegrates into yeah. an egg. He, he he shows up specifically to summon these golden digi eggs, which is the key to beating Cherubimon. Uh, but it's like, it's blank. It's like, oh my God, we finally got to, uh, and then it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like South Park. And, and that's how gone. we get to Yoshi crossover. There you go. Boom. Full circle. Uh, man, that's an exciting discussion. I'm glad no one ended up killing each other. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you guys coming out. Uh, I don't know if you have any final thoughts or anything as far as like the debate or anything. Um, digi golden digi egg. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? I have some Googling to do when I get I know, home. yeah, I need to look some of this. I don't have as much of a granular knowledge. So Izzy like, always tried to throw in, like, prodigious. Prodigious. Or, <laughs> you know, say all the intellectual yeah. words. Yeah. Oh, no. um, I I would recommend a recommendation uh, if you're a Digimon fan. Maybe a Pokemon fan as well. So I, I mentioned earlier the director who actually did the first two Digimon movies, uh, uh, Mamoru uh, Hosoda. Hosoda. Uh, he did a film called Summer Wars, which I mentioned. So if you watch Our War Game, which he also made, by the way, which is my favorite of that part of that movie. He makes this movie like 10 or so years later, maybe even 12 called summer wars. It's not Digimon branded at all, but it's the <laughs> same goddamn premise. <laughs> it plays out, but it's like a better version of it. Like huh. I, I say better. And like, like he clearly has grown as a storyteller. So the whole idea of, Oh, there's this virus that's been unleashed on the internet. It's threatening to like launch nukes, uh, have us launch nukes at each other. And only through this like family who figures out what's going on, this big family, not, not teenagers in a camp, but like this whole family, <laughs> they they figure out what's going on. They have to like figure out how to work together to like go on. And they they don't have Digimon, but they have like on online avatars that represent them, kind of like video game characters. Huh. Mm-hmm. But it's a very if you watch, it's a super similar premise that I think's a, a more well rounded and, and better version of our war game. That's cool. Uh, just because I mean, it's just yeah, a better told story altogether. No, it doesn't have Digimon's name on it or the branding, but like it's a great film that really captures a lot of my very favorite parts of, of Digimon in like a feature film length. Yeah. Nice. Reminds me of the three uh, Lewis Gilbert James Bond movies because I have to shoehorn James Bond into every podcast that oh, I'm yeah. on. I was like, <laughs> uh, Lewis Gilbert uh, directed three James Bond movies and basically made the same movie three times. Mm. Uh, you only live twice. Moonraker and the Spy Who Loved Me are the exact same movie. Jesus! Oh, just a yeah. different yeah, yeah. That's funny. 
Casey really does love James Bond. He like puts it, he like talks about it in every episode. Yeah, we got to get James Bond and Chappelle show <laughs> every episode. Um, well, cool. Uh, if you guys don't have anything to add, we'll just go around the horn again. Uh, yeah, you guys plug like whatever you have coming up. If you have any projects or where people can follow you on social again, uh, just in case they didn't hear it the first time. Uh, yeah, you can follow me um, <laughs> on Twitter at the Awesome Robot. Um, I don't really have any projects going on right now. Um, but uh, if you've got something going on, hit me up at the Awesome Robot. Go. Cool. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, again, I'm Tim Wynn. Um, my Instagram is Razzmafrazm. I make a bunch of Instagram stories. Um, I edit them, edit them together to make 15 second stories. So if you guys want to watch little quick little snippets of my life, then that's it. And um, you know, I'm just working on other video projects with a couple of people around the city and can't really talk about them yet but oh. by the time this comes out it'll probably be nice. out so well, we'll be sure to push on the uh on the uh the social medias for like the uh for the show for what when well i'll be sure to like share that stuff on the show whenever oh. it comes out great thanks <laughs> <laughs> uh so again caleb masters uh i am the editor-in-chief and film critic for the cinematropolis uh you can find uh, me personally on twitter at c masters talk that's letter c masters talk uh we on the website uh we're film analysis so kind of like we just went a deep dive analysis into pokemon digimon we, we do that same type of thing towards our, all sorts of films uh every single week we have usually at least one piece of uh content whether it's a written essay or video essay or a podcast that comes out every single week at the cinematropolis.com but uh if you want more than just oh this is fun or it's bad or whatever and say like oh what is what is Star Wars The Last Jedi really talking about outside of being a really cool, fun movie? Like, what are some of the ideas that uh, Ryan Johnson's talking about? Like, you want to, like, really t- go to the next level of depth on on a lot of films out there, you can check us out, uh, The Cinematropolis. Uh, and our podcast is The Cinematic Schematic. So if you're listening now, look us up, The Cinematic Schematic uh, and thecinematropolis.com. And I'm Mike Anderson, uh, Michael Octopus online, M-I-K-U-L Octopus um, on all the social media platforms. Um, I do comics, illustration, and animation. I don't really have any projects that I can really talk about right now, but um, some cool things in the future. I do do a podcast with my buddy Cole uh, called the Scary Movie Ice Cream Night Podcast. We chose the longest podcast name imaginable and don't even ask us about our social media because they're all different um but we talk about scary movies and uh have ice cream on every episode and it's a lot of fun boom well that's cool yeah and again guys you can follow us on social media tunes tunes podcast t-u-n-e-s slash t-o-o-n-s that's facebook twitter instagram and also listen to us on itunes google play wherever you listen to your podcast thanks guys